Welcome to Thugs and Cocktail Dresses. The only podcast that combines the two greatest things in the world, politics and Real Housewives knowledge. I'm Rachel, and I'm a Southern Belle, brains, booty, and all business. And I'm Maritza. I have arrived, and the spotlight is on me, honey. So Maritza, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Rachel? I am doing great. So do you mind just opening us up and talking a little bit about the premise of the show? I mean, it's obviously politics and Real Housewives, but you're the creative mastermind behind all of this. Oh, sure. So um, I had a aha moment, as the Queen Oprah says, and I thought, hmm, I wonder if everyone loves housewives and politics as much as I do. And guess what? I met someone and her name is Rachel, and now we're doing a podcast, and this is episode one, season one, and here we are. Here we are. Let's get it going. Let's do it. <laughs> so I have a question for you, Maritza. When did your Real Housewives obsession begin? So I would think, okay, so honestly, it was probably in college and I'm not going to lie. I think it was like one of those moments, like when my like tuition was due and I was like, I really think I'm going to drop out and just like marry someone with a lot of money. I had that thought many times in my (laughs) twenties, like how much easier would it be to just marry up, make a pot roast and forget about it. Honestly. And then I started watching the Real Housewives and I thought like, this is amazing. And I think it started... I think my first love is probably Atlanta just because it was so beyond what I have ever been exposed to. I don't know who was your first like Real Housewives love, I guess I should say. God, my first Real Housewives love. Well, I remember, of course, OC was the original Real Housewives of Orange County. And I remember watching the first episode being horrified and then a few weeks later being sucked back in. (laughs) And I haven't been amazed at all at once, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I can't I can't quit it. Uh, yeah. I, I'd have to say, well, they're all so good in their own ways, but New York is my first and true love. Right. Absolutely. And I just felt like the more I watched it, the more I was like, oh, no, I really need to finish college. <laughs> I, re- I really need to have a career. <laughs> like, I really need to, like, finish. And I guess I, I studied poli-sci, so I guess the irony was I really have been combining real housewives and politics since like circa 2006 from the very beginning from the origins of my adulthood they really have gone in hand in hand (laughs) absolutely no I I don't know what it is I think when I watch the show it just makes me feel a little bit better about my life I see people with every advantage every form of privilege and I think you know what yeah, I got a little student debt, but life's not so bad. Yeah, no, of course. Like, don't get me wrong. I really want those Yves Saint Laurent boots that they all wear with like the bedazzled. Oh, everything is bedazzled. I, I mean, that's how you know you've arrived. But at the same time, like, I don't want my husband in jail. I don't want to fight with my sister-in-law at every reunion. I mean, the list can. I don't want to be in debt. I don't want to get divorced. I mean, the list can go on and on of things I don't want just to get those boots. You know what I mean? That's right. That's yeah. right. I mean, there, there's no amount of, you know, Euro club hits that make that worth it. No, but I, yeah, I would, I would be very tardy to that party. <laughs> and I quote. <laughs> and I quote, tardy for the party. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. Well, let's, uh, let's get into it a little bit. Let's just dive in. Let's Head dive first. right in. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's do a deep dive. Yeah. Uh, so on this episode, we're going to spend a little bit talking about politics, the top story, which has really been both a national story and the lead story here in California has obviously been the culture of sexual harassment, mm-hmm. uh, not only in the capital, but across every industry, Hollywood, tech, 
um, you name it, politics, of course. And uh, so I want to spend some time digging into that, and then we'll get the latest dish on The Real Housewives, what seasons are up and what the latest drama is. I love it. Let's go. Okay. So let's kick it off talking about the the topic du jour, which is, of course, the culture of sexual harassment, um, not only in our state capital in Sacramento, but a story that has really sweeped the country uh, and has really gained a lot of steam. Uh, obviously, you know, both of us are women. We both, yes. I'm well, sure. Yeah, either biologically or surgically. The truth is right now we're women. There you go. The truth is that we are women right now in this moment. This moment. <laughs> and the future remains to be seen. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's, you know, an unfortunate sort of thing that we've all had to deal with. Um, you know, I'll, I'll start it off by saying this. You know, I, I think, again, we've, we've all had instances of harassment. We've all dealt with this Definitely. various ways personally and professionally and um, and it's sort of been I think it, it, it is an open secret among women that yes. we deal with this in our workplaces yeah, in our yeah, homes sure. everywhere and I think it was really incredible a few weeks ago to see the real yeah. groundswell right that I think happened. that that expose was so eye-opening because the conversation has really been just because we don't say anything does that mean we're okay with it Exactly, exactly. Right. exactly. And I think quite secret is, you know, I mean, like this, what'd you say the secret? What was the thing? I said open secret. Open secret. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. like the perfect way. Like we all have like this quiet acknowledgement, like, yeah, we've been to a party. Yeah, someone's crossed the line and we just kind of like quietly accepted it. Right. And that was really the whole power of the Me Too campaign, which, of course, was started by Tarana Burke, who is a woman of color who started the whole movement as a way for young women of color to support one another, to share their experiences of harassment, of assault, and Mm -hmm. to have that sort of community and to really be able to share those stories, to lift themselves up and to empower themselves. Um, Of course, Alyssa Milano went right for it, trying to just take credit. Yeah. That got shut down real fast. <laughs> but but again, I think something that wasn't surprising to us as women, but was surprising to the other 50% of the population. Um, 49%. Was 49%. Was 49%. 49%. Let's be accurate. Um, <laughs> what What's the point? Yeah. Um, it's just how, how common this is yeah. in every industry. You know, we see Harvey Weinstein. We see Louis C.K. recently. We see... Brett Ranner. Know, like, all these directors, all these guys getting ousted from these, like, large companies. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and seeing it sort of get drilled down in... Um, in Sacramento with the We Said Enough letter, which um, was started by a government relations um, director, Lee, I believe her name is... Um, now I'm going to blank on her name. Um, I know she's with Visa. She does government relations with them. And she was basically talking to her colleagues, her friends and colleagues in the Capitol, and sharing texts and exchanges about experience that they've had with staffers, with lawmakers, uh, about how pervasive this culture of abuse and harassment is in our state capital. And they came together and they drafted a letter that basically said, we are done with this. We have seen this ourselves. We have witnessed our friends, our colleagues on both sides of the aisle you know this is not a person right. <laughs> issue this is something that all women right. experience at all ages at all levels of of power and influence and it was really amazing to see you know over 140 women come together you know republicans democrats staffers right. lobbyists uh, party leadership 
come on and say, this is not okay, and we're going to do something about this. Right. I guess that's what's really helped move this move this forward is that it's really been like a reaching across the aisles for for anyone on any level of any party it's like at the end of the day it's not okay exactly exactly it's not okay and but more importantly what are we going to do about it now that we're talking about it right the question mark the question mark right right Mm -hmm. because as is typically the case you know instances like these you know they bubble up and then another story comes in and you know, it's out of the spotlight, it's not an issue, and we move on to something else. And I think what's been amazing about this story is that it hasn't gone away. Yeah. We're only continuing to really dig deeper into what harassment, what rape culture really look like um, for, you know, for women, for women of color, um, for people who, you know, who are trans, who um, who don't maybe necessarily have a fixed gender identity. I mean, this is this is a real problem, and I've been so relieved, um, and you know, in, in many ways, really happy to see that this has not gone away. That we are continuing to see media coverage. We are c- continuing to see female lawmakers coming out, talking about this, writing about it, making sure that, you know, this isn't something that gets swept under the rug like it has in the past. And I'm really excited to see what happens in the upcoming legislative session, because I know, you know, leaders like Christina Garcia, who's the head of the Women's Legislative Caucus, has been very vocal, very, very very vocal on this, um, and has really been out in front, um, you know, with the media talking about how important this issue is. I mean, I, I remember there was a story in one of the, the local capital papers. I mean, you know, I think it was her second week as a legislator, as an assembly member, and, you know, someone grabbed grabbed her. Um, right. And she was basically told, this is the way things work here, and oh. you need oh my gosh, to be quiet. Um, but we all know that that is not uh, Assemblywoman Garcia's style. And no. she has <laughs> she yeah. has been a really vocal leader on this. And I think that's been really valuable um, yeah. for women on both sides, both Republican and Democrat, to, um, to show up for each other and yes. to say, we support each other, this is not okay, and we're going to work together to find some solutions that demand accountability, disclosure, and really an independent review of these claims and what's happening. So I'm excited to, no. to see this conversation carry forward. Definitely. And I'm going to make like a, a quick like parallel. I mean, it might be kind of a weird, a reach, but a weird reach of that. It reminds me of like the Hollywood blacklisting, like mm. that happened, you know, during the world wars, like at the end of when communism was coming out and they just blacklisted everyone from working who had any ties to any communist parties. Right. I really think that anyone who has anything on their record of sexual, I really hope that anyone who has any record of sexual assault cannot be elected in any way, in any which way into any form of any kind of power that they're well, blacklisted. I think that's, what we're, that's the goal, right? That is absolutely the goal. And, and I think we're going to be seeing more of that. I mean, certainly stories bubbled up about now assembly member Raul Bocanegra, um, who, when he was a, a chief of staff to assembly member uh, Felipe Fuentes, uh, groped a, a then Senate staffer. Um, of course, there have been, you know, reports in the last few days about Senator Tony Mendoza um, with, you know, coming on to a underage fellow uh, working in the Capitol. And, you know, these, these yeah. men whether they're lawmakers, staffers, lobbyists, they're not going to be able to hide from this. Women are right. not 
are not taking this quietly right. and we you know we're gonna we're gonna roll them yeah if they and, and I think you know I think the, the the time is now we have the momentum we have the political will and I think it's men are gonna find it very difficult to engage in this behavior to have that kept quiet and right. I think that's a really positive step forward um, in seeing more female leadership in seeing better governance and I'm I'm thrilled to to just be an observer uh, and and hopefully a, a participant and you know making this better. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I think the, what's crazy. I'll just side note about Tony Mendoza. I mean, there's like a paper trail. When when I read that article, like in the I think it was the L.A. Times, and they have mm-hmm. like all the correspondence back and forth between him and the fellow who has yet to be named. Right. I was right. just like, of course, everything is like documented. They have servers that are part of like the government like they have to save everything right right again the abuse of power just they don't think oh i'm i'm a senator i'm not going to get caught nothing's going to happen well that's always the case you never think you're going to get caught and then you get literally get caught with your pants down literally get caught with your pants down that's right (laughs) literally oh goodness (laughs) indeed (laughs) well let's um so I think this is a really great discussion. I, I kind of want to get a little bit into, I guess, switch gears. Right. Let's get into the, the Real Housewives recap. I want to hear what's going on with okay. the ladies. Okay. So tell me, you are, I know you're a New York girl. I am a New York girl. What are you watching right now? They are my heart. Well, I did. I did see the Real Housewives of Atlanta premiere. Good, right? It was a hot mess. Yes. In all, in all good ways. <laughs> in all good ways I that party 50 shades of Cynthia I really want to get into that okay <laughs> that was my favorite yes. uh, but um yeah so I so I really enjoy that I'm also you know I keep getting pulled back into Real Housewives of Orange County I just I can't help myself it's, it's a, such a beautiful train, train wreck. wreck oh my god we said it at the same time yeah oh, jinx you owe me soda okay, <laughs> okay. I'll send it to you via the podcast. Perfect, 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 perfect. And, you know, I've, I have gotten back into New Jersey. I just, God. you know, Teresa God. is my heart. She is my home. Yes. She, when I just, you watch her, you truly feel like you recognize, like, oh, it's like a, a comfortable pain. It is. It like, is. Oh, I haven't had that pain in my sciatic in a while. Thanks for coming back and reminding me that I'm human. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Teresa does. She reminds you that, like, this is the human condition. Exactly. The human condition is that some people just don't get it. They take, never learn. Take them for what take it for what it's worth and let them do their thing. Exactly. And that's the human condition, honestly. Hashtag prostitution whore. Hashtag engaged twenty seven times. Oh Danielle, stop. Okay. But first and, yes. let me let me recap on the ending ones. First of all, Dallas, I know you haven't caught up on it. I know, and as a Texas girl, it's a little bit shameful. First but um, of all, I was not a fan. I was not a fan. My friend got me into it, and he was like, you have to watch it. There's this girl on there that she is, they need to get her off the show, but if they get her off the show, I'll never watch it ever again. Leanne Locken, if you ever hear this, you are queen right now of The Real Housewives. She literally is, if you were to like, like put all of the traits of all like the queens of you put like nini Teresa, mm-hmm. like vicky tamra like all the titans of each one and put like a chip into like a robot they would make leanne Locken. 
because she is like this hybrid of this monster that I don't, she was, she grew up in like a fair, like a carnival. What? Oh yeah. No, it's, 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 it's the whole thing is bizarre, but amazing. That is incredible. She's like genetically engineered yeah, she to be got, eminently watchable. Oh, she got her boobs done by an OBGYN who has like a plastic well, surgery. Plus that's another certificate oh yeah then she got a flesh-eating bacteria oh it's it's just it's beyond so i i i want to just return to the boob job by an OBGYN. that is a true one-stop shop right and then her care her nemesis named carrie um you know called it a vagina doctor like during an argument she was like well i didn't get my tits done by a vagina doctor i mean it's just i mean how do you come back from that you don't you don't you can't you, you but can't you, but you know how you do you got to watch the reunion and you got to catch up so if anyone's listening everyone out there well not anyone if everyone listening because we're so popular on season one episode one um you have to watch the reunion and at least catch up on like the craziness that is the real housewives of dallas honestly they have so they have the most surgery out of all the housewives i mean it's like beyond i mean it's texas everything's bigger the Every- surgery the drama it's it's good it's good um okay so new jersey's on um, I guess I'll tie in a little bit of the harassment. I think it's interesting how much Teresa has been vocal about the problems in her marriage. I don't know if, if you remember, but Juicy Joe. Yes, Juicy Joe. How can we forget him? Is it Judici? Did they end up saying that? Or Judice? I don't remember how they ended up finalizing. Their name has gone through so many evolutions of pronunciation. <laughs> it is incredible. It was Judice. Then it was Judice and then Judici. Judici, I think it was. I think it's Ju. I think Juicy Joe. We'll call him Juicy Joe. Juicy Joe. But he was he was really fun. I mean, he called her the C word, the see you next Tuesday word. An episode. He was pretty controlling in terms of the money. And again, going back to like what happened. But can you can you blame him though? Again, can we blame anyone who has too much power and doesn't know better? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Okay, well then. You know what I'm saying? Again, the parallels in the housewives, and I'll say it again, it's the glass house effect. Why are we so interested in these men who do these horrific things and we want to know about it? Because it's been done to us, because we have a connection to it, especially Absolutely. Women. The reason it's on the blogs, the reason it comes out, and I, my, my favorite part is that we're horrified. We really shouldn't be horrified. Men are disgusting. Let's keep it real. No, that's right. That's right. There's men in power. No reason. Men in power. Asterisk men in power. I'm generalizing. Asterisk men in power. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know. No, but it's true. I mean, there's there's always this sort of I I don't even know the word for it, but the 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 natural reaction is always shock and horror and disgust. And yes, we feel all those things, but as women, this happens to us every day. Yes. I, you know, multiple times a week, whether yes. I'm commuting to work, whether I'm at yes. my job, yes. you know, I, I, I see it, whether they're microaggressions, whether they are direct. And it's as far as the way someone talks to you versus how they talk to someone else. Right. Right. It's, it's all relative. It doesn't have to be sexual. It doesn't no, have, it absolutely be, doesn't. It's just someone imposing on your space. Right. Without permission. Right. That's, right. That's assault someone imposing where they're not supposed to without you allowing it and then i guess that kind of reminds me a lot about like kenya and matt Whoop, switching gears back to switching gears. Of atlanta back kenya to atlanta. got married to casper the friendly husband i guess i don't know <laughs> apparently he got married his name is mark daly we have yet to see him i guess on tonight's episode tonight's sunday um i don't know when this airs question mark to our producer or director 
<laughs> whenever this is going to air. But we'll figure it out. But he's his name's Mark Daly, we find out. And he doesn't want to be on the show because in the past, she's had these really horrible boyfriends. This is true. She's had some really tumultuous relationships that have been broadcast through the show. And Mr. Daly is currently going by Baby. Is that right? Yeah, Bay. Bay. B-A-A. Or Baby. Yeah. Or Baby. He, does it, he wants an alias. But, I mean, Matt, like, spray-painted her cameras, broke the windows in her house, and then was, you know, talking about their sexual escapades. I mean, total, like, emotional, physical abuse i think absolutely that's absolutely totally like power and i think that just goes on like they're on tv and they think they're someone right you know, these men are state senators and they think they're someone right these men are directors these men have a company named wine scene and they think they're someone and they're they're nobody they're just men who just have assumed an unreal amount of power and wealth and yeah. they use it to every advantage that they have yeah so, I, you know, there you go. Real Housewives connections to the real world. It's happening. It's, it's, it's happening guys, on this podcast. Guys, guys, we're making it happen. And if I don't, then I will reach and I will make it somehow in some way make sense. We will find the most obscure connection, but we will make it happen. It'll, it'll happen. I mean, it goes back to even like Orange County now. Shannon still reeling from the surgery. Obviously, she's blaming Vicky for her 40 pound weight gain. We can't get over it. That's that's been the theme all all season but all season her marriage is in shambles and like why do we as women like just allow ourselves to live in like this chaos and this pain like what's what's the connection we're not that different from the shannon medores and the kenya moores oh that rhymed i'm a poet and i didn't even know it that was incredible (laughs) (laughs) well i think in shannon's case i mean a lot of the a lot of the orange county women are religious so i think there is a there's this moral religious grounding for a lot of them conservative very conservative very conservative you know tamra is a born-again christian now which shocks me to this day lest we forget jesus drugs lest we forget yeah in jesus name we pray amen amen (laughs) i mean maybe so i i think most of it though i i would honestly say because most of them have been married at least once or twice I think it's financial. Mm. Oh, I think it absolutely is. I think it absolutely is. And it's it's more lucrative for them to stay in than split. And to also stay on the show. Yeah. I mean, Shannon says she didn't want to split up her family. And like, okay, we'll give her the benefit of that. That's probably true. But she probably also didn't want to leave her cushy life. And she probably didn't want to give the other woman her things. I'm sorry. Like, it's one of those. No. You don't want to get just to come in here and take all my hard work. Oh, Shannon. Shannon Bador. Shannon Bador. So, I don't know. Sh- shall we Shall we veer back to Atlanta for a moment? Oh, yes. Go ahead. Because I, wa- I, I want to I dig it. I am so curious to hear your thoughts on Cynthia, Cynthia Bailey. Yes. Model. Beautiful lady all around. Yes. Her second 50th birthday was what it sounded like? Yeah. It, it was like six months after the fact. Six months, months after the fact. Months after the fact. Not years. No, like months after the fact of her 50th, yeah. 50 50 Cent, which is a play on words of the famed uh, rapper, author, actor, 50 Cent. So many talents. Incredible. (laughs) Gems. But the theme of the party, 50 Shades of Cynthia. 
everyone had to dress up in a different Cynthia look. What was your favorite? Uh, um, I did not. Okay. Okay. And it's like Maritza being a negative pansy. I did not like Nini's look. Nini's was probably my least favorite. I, I have to good. say. And I always, I always think she has great style. I always think she looks really good, but it was a little plain for me. It was a, it was a little, it was a little boring. I, I did, I did think that Candy deserved to win. Oh, Candy's was good. Candy's but, was the best. But obviously, I, ha- I, you, as we'll learn as the seasons, as the episodes continue on this podcast, I don't have a, gr- a great love for Candy. I think she's extra in not a good way. Hmm. Talk a little more about that. I think she's. Um, I haven't seen the escape. Escape is that how you say it? escape? That's correct. <laughs> escape <laughs> mini series that they have going on. I just think she's just not a. I don't know. I, I felt for her last season with the Phaedra thing. And, like, Phaedra used to be my girl, but last year was just, like, an ugly season for everyone. I just think that Candy's just that one girl that's going to be in the group and just, like, overdo it and not really care. I don't know. She just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Maybe I don't like her because we're a lot alike. Mm. <laughs> it's like looking in the mirror. Like, it's a little, like, oh, God, of course you have to be extra and petty. Oh, shit, that's like me. Like, <laughs> that's me. Damn it. Okay, I would I would do the freaking Coke cans. Like, I don't know. She just, I guess it's the competitive nature with her. And, and, they've, and, they've, and she's never been able to carry the show. That's true. Well, she's always, I mean, since she started the show, which was, gosh, how many years ago now? I think Can't she even. came in on season two, season three. Season two or season three. Yeah. I mean, she was always a very sort of moderating force on the show. Yeah. To my mind. And as much as they try to gear her to become like one of the main peach holders, like when they didn't have Nini on last year and she was the storyline, I mean, it just got so negative and dirty. It did. It just got, it did. She just goes too, to me, it's just too personal with her. She, she has problems keeping it light. Maybe that's what it is with her. I think that's true. Cause her business was really just, Oh, I mean, it was a really deep dive into some really dark emotional places yeah, with like her, her mom, her kids, Mama Joyce, her baby daddy. And it's just like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone has their business out there, but with her stuff, it just seems like it just really pained. It is. It's really, it's really deep and raw emotional pain and not necessarily stuff that people want to watch. I mean, people want to see funny, pretty much everything up to that. Yeah. We want to see them like break down. But then we want to see them, like, fight and, like, pull a wig. Oh, yeah. Everyone wants to see that. Sheree, for example. I think Sheree is, like, I'm so glad she's back. But she by Sheree, like, she can get, when she talked about, again, another parallel, her husband and, like, his emotional, physical, and mental abuse. I mean, right. she really opened up and really discussed it. But at the same time, like, when she did the hell to the nah, to the nah, 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 like, they play that like on watch what happens live and they would play that over and over again she just she brings the line she brings the fun but can also she balances a lot a lot better than i think candy has been able to candy just takes everything really personal i think that's right i think that's right that's why i don't like her maybe that's why yeah i think so i don't know i I can't get it i can't i'll try but i I just can't (laughs) we're just well We'll take a step back. We'll yeah. take a step back. It's getting too deep. <laughs> oh, getting too real. Sorry, sorry. Tap out. Tap out. I'm out. <laughs> We're done. We're yeah. done. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Who Any are, other? Who are you excited? What do you think is going to be the 
the theme of the Atlanta. I know let's kind of focus on Atlantic. It's kind of the big daddy one. New Jersey's kind of starting, and I really feel like the Siggy and Dolores kind of separating from the group has kind of been the big divide. I would agree. And I think that Teresa's kind of now the middleman, give you know, surprisingly. Which is an interesting I mean, diplomacy is not a role that I would peg Teresa Judice for. No, Judice. Judice. <laughs> Where are we? Yeah. But here we are. Predictions, and yeah. And that is just unbelievable to me. Yeah. I and Daniel Stobbs return. I mean, that... But I like it. So, but I, but like, I it. like it. It's I interesting. Like it. No, I, I'm, I'm into it. It's going to make for good TV. I, she, Crazy. She's good TV. But good TV. They have, they have, since that season, have not been able to repeat prostitution whore. No, how can you ever top that? You can't. You can't. That was just the apex of... Real Housewives achievement East, for all time. East Coast won that. East Coast it really did. That, that was an East Coast that. win. Yeah. Yeah. So I think New Jersey is really going to focus on like diplomacy is a good word. That's going to be the theme of New Jersey. What do you think Atlanta is going to be? You know, I don't have a sense with Atlanta. I, I think there's going to be attempts to bring the group back together. The last season was, again, really fractured, really volatile. And I think there's going to be some attempts to do that. But... I I feel like the season is a little is a little aimless right now. Yeah. I'm not really sure where it's going to go. Cuz you know who we have coming back. Well, let's let's address it. Closer Lakes to Married Men. Woo! Kim Zolchak is coming back. So, I don't know where Atlanta's going either. I know there's a lot of drama, but I really think let's let's put a since it's season 1, episode 1 of this podcast of thugs and cocktail dresses. Let's just right now, New Jersey, we're going to say diplomacy is going to be the theme. Either, I like it. Either disbanding it or <laughs> figuring it out. I think Atlanta it's going to be um, diversity. Okay. 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 Diversity. We'll either keep it diverse but general. <laughs> diverse but general. I think there's going to be some problems with the fact that the group is so diverse. Hmm. How so? I think every time they put in Kim Zolchiak, who happens to be a white woman... And a group with African-American women, or I should say black women, they really like to, uh, I think Bravo really likes to play that card. No, I would agree with you there. And they've kind of been doing that since the first season. And that's why I said diversity. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And a full divulge more, I don't want to give all my secrets out on the first episode. No, that's right. We got to, we got to save a little there's, for the next there's podcast. More to that. Okay. And then we have, we're Hosses of Dallas. I definitely think that this, th- the theme this year was Vagina Doctor. And uh, what, what was the other one? Uh, yeah, there's yeah. Dallas was the hot mess express in the best way. Yeah. And then we have OC. OC. Oh, what do you think? Say a word for OC. A word for OC. The first word that popped into my head is reckoning. Oh, interesting. Okay, why? Well, I think I think back to Vicky, and of course, you know anyone who's followed the OC season, you know, knows that for, for quite some time, uh, Vicky was in a relationship with this man, Brooks, who, Ugh. according to 99% of the world, faked cancer. Yeah. Forged documents yeah. from doctors. And, from City you know, of Hope. City of Hope, nonetheless. From City of Hope. And uh, needless to say, the other OC ladies are not so happy about that. And Vicky has come in, I would not say, in the most humble manner. No. really coming to demand her friendships back with these ladies and yeah. 
hasn't really been uh, hasn't really been genuine in her yeah. approach to do that. And I think she's seeing how difficult that road is yeah. back if there is one. And uh, reckoning, good word, reckoning. Yeah. And you know, and and Tamra. I mean, going back to, to the diplomacy piece has oddly been an effective diplomat in Ooh, some ways. Tamra, how about Kelly? Well. I have a lot of things on my mind when it comes to Kelly. Okay. Kelly has been. We're gonna save it for the next episode. We we'll save, save it for it. the next. Episode. We gotta. Okay. Because we gotta. We gotta. We cannot. We're. 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 We're a lot in. So we gotta save some. Some stuff for. For the next episodes, we can't give out all our secrets, Rachel. I completely agree. <laughs> but I think we'll save I, some for. I think Kelly's been interesting. I think the reunion show. Is gonna. We're gonna have to like dedicate an episode to each one and like really dissect it. Oh, I completely agree. The reunions are the best part. Yes. For sure, because I think that I think Peggy. And when he said reckoning, I thought of like Peggy. Oh God! <laughs> right, right, yeah, absolutely, sure. absolutely. Yeah. And then we said, and then okay, so New Jersey. We said, I, what do we say for New Jersey? We said diplomacy. Oh, diplomacy. That's right. And what do we right. say for Orange County reckoning? Atlanta County diversity. Diversity. And Dallas. We said hot mess. Hot mess. And there you go. I think that was a great Real Housewives recap, Marissa. I, for the first episode, we're kind of rough. We're kind of choppy. But uh, we'll get it. We'll but get we're the getting groove. there. It's, we'll it's get in the groove. It's like dancing. Right. We're finding the beat. We have just enough confidence now that we can do a basic step and uh, yeah. we'll work it out. Yeah, yeah. We, we have all the ego, uh, none of the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but confidence. That's Nothing. right. That's right. All, all ego, no confidence. Uh, fool myself. Don't know what I'm doing, but I'm here. There you go. Okay, so are we all right, ready? you want to take us out? Yeah. Um. So this has been the again I repeat, uh, first episode of season one of Thugs and Cocktail Dresses. My name's Maritza. I arrived. The spotlight was on me, and I'm passing it back to Rachel. Hi everybody. I'm Rachel. I'm a Southern Belle, brains, booty, and all business. Thanks for joining us. Bye. <laughs>